0: That for a slice of fried gold? Are oh, you think this is a fucking costume? This is a way of life. I'll be back. Just a fresh wound. I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains. Take your sticky paws off me, you damn dirty ape! I'm sorry, Ben. I can't do scare Well, hello! Welcome back to Cinema Shock. This is the episode where we're doing the "Somebody Needs a Nap." I'm one of your hosts Gary horde Hey, I'm Justin Bishop. Doing, we're doing something a little, a little bit different. different yeah hey, that's Whoa, what i said this is ah. weird uh, uh, it's already it's already <laughs> and awkward and we're off to a great start yeah <laughs> yeah we are doing uh, this you... a little bit different this time we're going to try to do our somebody needs a nap and things like that as our own little separate bonus content uh we'll see how it goes give us some feedback let us know what you think but uh you know we just talked about heathers we uh talked about how you know the reviews on heathers were kind of We didn't get into a lot of them during the episode, but the reviews at the time were kind of mixed, you know, with a lot of a lot of critics didn't really get what it was. But over the years, it has become very, very popular a cult sensation, a cult film, a cult classic, you might say. Uh, So I would guess that that means that everyone on the Internet probably also loves this movie. Right, Gary? Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, everybody was really big into Heathers. They were so excited about it that they wrote big, long reviews that did nothing but offer heaps and heaps of praise. And now they all need a nap. No, we'll, we'll see how this works in a single episode. Uh, like Justice said, tell us t- tell us what you think. Uh, when we discuss. Uh, let's see here. I don't know how many reviews have the quote, I love my dead gay son, but here we a are. Lot. I love my dead gay son. <laughs> cat, not Todd's cat, but cat. I uh, gave it one star. It says, I love my dead gay son. I just see that right in front of my face here. That's weird. It's one star. And they said that, which I think is a legitimately funny line. It's a very funny movie. line. A great, and a great uh, delivery by that guy who I can't remember He's I think he's the mayor in uh, like Robocop or something, isn't he? Yeah, I think that's right. A lot of people seem confused, confused by the cult status. Uh, here's Frank, who gives it one star and says, gun to my head, I couldn't tell you what Heathers has accomplished to earn its accepted level of cinematic importance. An inexcusable mess from start to finish with not the slightest idea what it wants to say it's the cinematic embodiment of your little cousin that won't stop nagging in your ear about absolutely nothing rather than trying to improve the script or expand beyond a claustrophobic perspective leave it insultingly tries to cover up a hollow interior with layers and layers of surface level gloss consisting of somewhat remarkable aesthetic and a gorgeous albeit useless ensemble Wow. Uh, That's actually a very well-written review that I don't agree with whatsoever, but it was well-written more so than some of the other ones that we usually read. Yeah. uh, It's, it's tough. I I feel, I feel bad that they feel like this. Uh, So the, I mean, I'm not going to read this whole review, but soupy doopy gave it one star and said, well, letterbox it's been nice knowing you after this review, I realized that all of my credibility is going to be lost, but I can't hide my feelings. I don't like Heather's that's putting it nicely. As a lover of all things 80s high school movies, dark comedies and works of art made by my fellow Hoosiers, I thought for sure as the credits rolled I would have another favorite movie in my life, but that could not be farther from the truth. I found all of the characters insufferable, had no one to root for. Christian Slater was a creep from the very beginning and the whole time I'm yelling at the screen, Veronica, what are you doing? Get away from this guy. I think that's what you're supposed to be yelling, right? (laughs) yeah all right let's go to my other ones here uh 30 says uh titled their review the little movie that tried too hard finally got around to watching this movie it's a total waste of time the actors were young and we can forgive them for their less than stellar acting performances they did improve in later movies but the trying too hard to be cool factor that's unforgivable it's like the writers and directors were hoping to coin new catchphrases in big cool and groovy new ways. It felt like they were hoping to be the next Valley Girl or Wayne's World. Nope. This. Summary. This movie. Wannabe. Start to finish. Well, this came out before Wayne's World, so it'd be really hard for them to, uh, to try, want to try to be the next Wayne's World. Which performances do you think they were talking about? Like Kristen Slater, Winona writer being not good but getting a better later? Yeah, the other part of it is, is that like they're talking about these new catchphrases in cool groovy new ways. Well, if you listen to the full episode where we're talking about Heather's, we actually discuss how that that's that was purposeful. Yeah, like it was absolutely intentional. Yeah, and not to be like groovy, but just to not date the movie so much, just to give its move this movie its own language basically yeah yeah and also if you want to describe something as groovy i don't think you have the rights to uh <laughs> <laughs> to talk about somebody else's lingo i'm gonna chalk it up to the being ironic there but we'll see i don't know uh here's a review that's just titled suck and it's from girly girl one nine one two zero one five what can i say this movie sucks so much it felt like the longest movie in history when nothing interesting happened. From poorly developed characters to dull, pointless scenes. If you have a plant, watching it grow is better than seeing this movie. Or even listening to yourself breathe. One older the rider's acting was very bad. She seemed to have no emotion. She was dull, just like the movie. Don't waste your time, please. The fact that Christian Slater is in this movie does not make it any better. He sucks too. I don't know who in their right mind would like this annoying movie. Please don't watch this. After I did, I wanted to break the CD in half and throw it out my window. You know, the CD, huh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> can you imagine? I, I can't imagine watching this and thinking it's boring or dull. Like, that's str- very strange to me. I didn't expect it. That's, that's one of those uh, criticisms that I was not expecting for this movie, of all movies. I, I expected you know a lot I can- of these... To be about like the subject matter, like, you know, it being about suicide and, and things like that, and people having issues with that. But to just say the movie is like that, nothing happens and that it's boring is that that's not the direction I expected these reviews to go. I'm going to challenge you a little bit on this because I will say this if you go into this movie and you're expecting a, uh, you're addressing did, me or our listeners? Uh, you, me, just okay. Yeah, yes, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all ears. challenging you. Uh no. up, up for a challenge. No, no, no. I'm I'm not challenging you as a person, just the the idea that it that it could be boring. I think what happens sometimes with these movies is that uh because I experienced this one time when I I think when I saw Say Anything for the first time, just to throw it back to the 80s, or even another movie we referenced in the full episode that uh the one with Kristen Bell, the uh the 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 one that's like a playoff of so the girl opera, in the house like... and the across the street yeah, yeah, yeah. from the girl in the window. <laughs> when I first Something started like watching that. those movies, if I didn't know what the intention was, if I expected Pretty in Pink and I was watching this movie, I would probably I feel like you could watch this movie and be like, what is going on here? Like there's nothing goofy, funny at all so far. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's not the same kind of comedy. Like it's a darker comedy and there's stuff that you have to like be in the right mindset. I think to get the humor. Uh, so what is your challenge to me? well you didn't see how it could be boring but i remember the very first time i ever watched say anything i thought it was pretty fucking boring mm. like i thought it was like it hurts me what yeah well i remember <laughs> watching it and being like this is not fun this is not like it's not supposed not to be john Q. Sex, a whimsical uh teen romance yeah. this is, like what is this movie that's is, supposed that's not supposed to be that's not what it's supposed to be. the way, but let's... if you go in expecting one thing, which I feel like say anything, by the way, is often portrayed as uh and you look at the cover art of Heathers, for instance, or like you know, why don't a with her arms around Christian Slater and they're standing in front of the chalkboard, like, hey, thumbs up, you know, like we're a buddy high school comedy. You know, like if you go into that and you see Heather's, I I feel like I could maybe understand you're like halfway through, like, what the fuck is this movie? I mean, I guess people people always project their own expectations on movies, uh, which is a sometimes it can be an unhealthy way to watch movies, I think, uh, but it's expected. I mean, sometimes you don't even do it consciously, you know, it's just based on how it's advertised or whatever, how it's sold to you. But I feel like Once you get into the movie, even if it's not what you you expect, even even if it's not what you expect, like there's nothing in Heather's that's boring. Like it doesn't it doesn't have like boring stretches. There's still compelling stuff happening on screen the entire time, even if it's not the kind of humor that you thought it was going to be going in. Like it's still a compelling story, you know, with compelling characters. So I don't understand the boring part of it. Yeah, it's weird because I I just feel like I can look at Heather's and see somebody like, well, it'd be and this is for uh, another separate episode that we're gonna do. But say you were gonna do like Clueless or something, mm-hmm. and you like put it next to Heather's, and you're like, oh, this would be a great double feature. And it's like, maybe, but you you, you got to be ready for it because it's like two different. very different tones yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, very very different tones and it's like you're not getting the same kind of funny sure Uh, it's uh it's a different kind of movie and so but it looks like if you were just looking at like i don't know the the blu-ray cover art You'd be like, "Oh, these movies are obvious best friends." Yeah, like, I, I guess I see really. that. I still, I, I, <laughs> I can see you watching it and it not meeting your expectations. If those, those are what your expectations are, I just don't understand the boring criticism because I don't know this movie is far from boring. Yeah, I, I, I only said, yeah. I guess I get that just because uh, Heather's does go into some deeper territory, and I guess if you're just, I, I guess I'm thinking if you're just looking for like something lighthearted. Light-hearted and silly. then yeah, that's not what Heather's is. No, not at but, all. I mean, it's 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 a pitch-black comedy, not yeah. a not a fun little light-hearted comedy.
1: It's Dennis. a comedy about
0: suicide. I mean, how could that be light-hearted? <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's a that's a pull-out quote if I ever heard one that we should. Just <laughs> <laughs> That's just one quote from Justin Bishop. It's a comedy about suicide, if I ever saw (laughs) it. Dennis888 says, I pity my wasted time. I pity Winona's awful part. I pity the whole production, which is a gobsmacking mess. Ignore this. Avoid. Delete. Postpone. Stay away. As far as you can. This is the real example of a really terrible movie. You don't hear the word gobsmacking used enough these days, do you? No, and I'll tell you what I immediately thought of. You know what I thought of. The band Godsmack. I'm not the one who's so far away. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> That's the one. Uh, anyway, but yeah, you don't hear gobsmacking very often. I don't even know where that came from, because the other thing I think of immediately after that is like uh, gobstoppers. Or whatever. Yeah. Oops. No, no, no. He was also saying, "I pity this and I pity that," and I thought it was going to turn into a Mister T bit. Mister T, bit. <laughs> ah, lots of places you could have gone. Dennis and he failed on all fronts. Yep, uh, Dimitri. Well, you're about to hear why I picked this one. Hat Star from O Letterbox. This is the worst movie ever. Yeah! <laughs> I was I was not I was not <laughs> expecting that for this but you know clearly my expectations need to be put in check for these reviews. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we the should worst... be making a list of all the worst movies ever. <laughs> we should uh, somebody get I'm on that somebody on <laughs> We need Kurt our official archivist <laughs> go back and listen since we started doing this shit and find out which movies are that somebody out there has considered the worst movie ever ever. Uh, every one of these, almost, not everyone, but most of them, somebody at some point has said that. It is so weird because it, it makes me sit back and think, like, what? Like with Feathers, especially, like, what? What have you yeah. seen? Yeah. What have you seen? <laughs> you have not seen anything worse than this movie in your entire I've seen life. Bird Like, how? I've seen, yeah. <laughs> I've seen The Room. I've seen, like, yeah. the worst movie ever. And that's the review in the history of cinema. 100 years of cinema. And this is the this is the bottom of the list, according to this guy. According to Dimitri. At the same time, I manage some social media accounts and I see people say some shit sometimes that I'm just like, who are you? Who yeah. are you as a person? And they're not, what or they're saying something and not and even like, this. they're not even thinking about what they're saying. Nope. They're just saying some stuff. It's funny. I talked to two different wrestlers. Uh, this is a, aside but just while we're here and to make this episode unique i'll tell you this uh two different wrestlers and i talked to them about social media once because another young wrestler was with us and i was trying to talk to them and uh uh the younger wrestler was like i posted it it was a girl by the way just just throw this out there this is a female and if you go to my social media you'd hear and uh she's latina girl but she has kind of a square chin i guess was the deal and somebody said like oh she's on steroids or something like that and she's like i've never taken a steroid in my life like what is this person talking about yeah and uh they picked told her about her face or something and she's like i wish i had the face of like some of these cute girls and blah 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 but i don't And she was like that kind of bothered me and she was like i posted a picture of me as a young kid and like be like no i'm just that's how my face looks i don't know what to tell you and i was like listen you know generally when people say some shit on social media they've got some darkness in their own life or they're not happy with something going on with themselves you know they're just lashing out this is their way of doing that well another wrestler walked up and uh they were like These are people that don't care. They're just saying something to get a reaction. They need to feel like their voice is valid. And so they don't have that anywhere else except social media where they can try to piss somebody off and then they respond to it. So don't just assume that they're just being antagonistic because they're just looking for some sort of reaction from you. Because they just want to get a rise out of somebody. Yeah. And then I had another... Female wrestler walk up right after that. And it's like, what are you guys talking about? Oh, the, 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 yeah. She's like, just assume they're all mentally handicapped. She <laughs> was like, it just feel bad for them. Like yeah, they're, they're they've Bitty got them. they've got some mental issues and they don't know how to use deodorant or do normal functional things in their lives. And so this, this is, is all they've got. <laughs> this is what makes them feel better. So these are all your. Uh, I don't know i i assume that uh worst movie ever dimitri maybe you're not any of those things but just know that when you go on and you're just being increasingly negative for no reason that that's these are some of the steps people take to assume this is what they they think about you (laughs) 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 they're different they're different reactions i guess none of them positive (laughs) for you uh Nico making me laugh just because this is a review from Nico and uh it is a half star, but the subject of the review is Nico. Their all name, just their name? Yeah, it's just Nico. Nico. Review titled Nico says an hour and 43 minutes for why. I don't care. Maybe I'm just a 21st century kid, but I also think that if I did a shot every time... Ooh, oh, it's getting dark. Okay, hold on. Let me take this seriously. Maybe I'm just a 21st century kid, but I also think that if I did a shot every time someone said "fucking" in this movie, I would end up with alcohol poisoning. Half star for some nice colors and shots. Um, I think they only say that like three times during the whole movie. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of anything that does that. I mean, there's the part with the... The, the two bullies like, say it. Uh, I like the to cafeteria. suck dicks or something. Yeah. You know, they don't see. They don't see that. But it's obviously like gay shaming or whatever. you. Yeah, call yeah, it. yeah. Uh, but that actual word, thing. it's, I think, twice during the cafeteria scene and once with the cops. Yeah. So you're not going to get My point is that you're not going to get alcohol poisoning from three shots. Nope. You could do three shots. Yeah. I've done it Unless... right before we recorded this. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> Loosen up a little bit, yeah. To marry, half star. I fell asleep after the guy and the girl went into the woods and killed the jocks. You fell asleep. You. <laughs> you fell asleep. Uh, you know how much we love reviews from people who didn't finish the movie. I think I kept that one just because that's your favorite kind. <laughs> it's uh, just I didn't even watch it. No, I just fell asleep like a quarter of the way into the movie. Then why document it? Yeah and why and what makes you think that you can give it a star rating based on a a, the third of the movie that you saw i gotta tell you that's the part that irritates me a lot for sure is like you haven't seen it you don't even watch it it's like like imagine me reading shows or even wrestling like if you've got an opinion on something you don't even watch it you don't even know what you're talking about yeah you can't past judgment of what somebody's doing wrong if you've never even seen what they're doing yeah imagine me reading a book and reading chapters one and two and then deciding you know this is not for me i'm just but i'm still gonna go on amazon and give it two stars or whatever it's like no i'm not gonna review it because i don't know the whole story i don't know what i'm reviewing (laughs) i don't know the full I, i i've not gotten the full experience of this exactly not fair, people. Get it not together. Fair. Just stop reading it or stop watching the TV show or turn off the movie, but you don't have to put your opinion out there. Turns out you don't have to give everyone your opinion, says God. the guy that spends three hours talking on a podcast every two weeks. But I don't yeah, have to. But, but we don't come into this show not having tried, like... We God the help movies. us the amount of research we do, and we've seen the whole movie at least once, usually multiple times, <laughs> usually multiple times. I feel like that authorizes us a little bit to be able to have our own opinion of it. Yes, right. but you're right. You we don't have an informed have, to have an opinion. yeah. our our opinion is is informed. If you're watching a part of a movie and then giving your opinion and that is a very uninformed opinion because you don't have the whole story. yes. The easy way to say that is you don't have to have an opinion on everything, but if you want to have an opinion on anything, at least do your due diligence before you develop it. Yeah, that's right. This is our, this is the cinema shock soapbox episode. (laughs) right? (laughs) Oh, what does death and fog have to say with a half star? Not funny, dumb, not entertaining, obnoxious. I don't get why it's a cult classic. Christian Slater in this movie reminds me of a certain misogynist mass murderer that I won't name. I wish he would have, honestly. I know. I don't know who he's talking about. <laughs> I know. I'm like, There are, there are so many name? of those. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Isn't that kind of a thing with most of them? Yeah. Bryce Dallas Howard. No, it's uh, Bryce. The Bryce Dallas Show. Bryce Dallas Show. Half Star. Oh my God god this movie has absolutely zero flow which would result in a dead boring movie but instead we have christian slater who i used to like give the most nonsense performance levels of goofy the character is so flat so stunningly flat and slater does zero work to elevate him how is this a classic i think slater's pretty good in this i yeah i mean I don't see the problem with Slater, really. I mean, I I think the worst, not even the worst thing you say, but like just the, you could pick on him about his Jack Nicholson thing, which I feel like I did, but like. I feel like everyone does. I I remember seeing (laughs) one interview with him when we were working on this episode where he's just like, he was responding to that where people, you know, I think Michael Lehman said he had to tell him to tone down the Jack Nicholson stuff a little bit. And he's just like, I just talk like that. That's just how I talk. (laughs) Well, I was gonna say is like I, I I I think in Heather's is the most I've seen him do that. Honestly, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, he I does like just he... sort of sound like that. I mean, I'm wearing look my T-shirt. I'm wearing a you can't see it, but I'm wearing a True Romance T-shirt right now, which was made what about four five years after this one, four years after yeah. this one. Um, and he does it in that, but it's a little it is it is toned down a little bit. In true yeah, way. and what you could say is like maybe he became more aware of it as he went along. Yeah, yeah. but I also yeah. recently watched Interview of the Vampire, and I would say he doesn't really do it at all in that one. So maybe he's just learned, maybe if that is the way he naturally talks, he has learned to act in a different voice when needed. Yeah. He is an actor. Interesting. Interview with the vampire. Brad Pitt read for uh J D for J D, and they're both in that. Hmm. How about that? Yeah. Good movie. That's a thing. That's a thing. Yeah. No, I love Interview the Vampire and I love the show. I haven't uh, watched the show yet, but after you're after you raving about it, I do want to watch it and it looks it's a really good show. I think I think it does a great job. Hopefully it gets to have a second season now that the strike is over. Yeah. Hannah is gay. Half star. I watched this movie on New Year's while feeling nauseous on cheese from a charcuterie board. Holy fuck. Why is Mister Mosby from Sweet Life in this? That was wacky. Shout out to that one background character with the glasses. Slay! I don't I have no idea what they're talking about through that <laughs> whole review. I don't. What, I don't know what Sweet Life is. Like Sweet Life of Zach and Cody or something on I Disney Channel. That maybe. Yeah. Somebody probably. from that's in this. Uh, we got then, more millennial reviews. Like, like I don't this. know why the charcuterie thing is relevant. Did that affect your viewing? That's where the okay. cheese came from that made them nauseous when they were watching this movie. But why does that matter? That's what they put in the review. I don't know. Uh, we're we're like on that cusp of millennial, like where we're technically millennials. I think I'm. Yeah, uh, I'm what is re- referred to as an elder millennial. Yeah, elder millennials. But these are like that. That feels like a real millennial. Review. That felt or like gen, that felt like a just Gen Z review to me yeah just because they said slay which my wife granted does say regularly but that's just because she watches drag race a lot yeah Dod half star took less than 10 minutes to remember why i hate this the opening scene an entire film seeks to frame veronica as a victim when she not only enabled the heathers but provided them with means to be worse We're expected to sympathize with her when she's inarguably far worse than Duke, McNamara, and Chandler combined. All while being just another rich white girl. Not to mention, Heather's just isn't funny. It's very witty and trying very hard to be edgy with its forced one-liners, but there's very few genuine laughs to be found, if any. Uh, Well, I disagree with that. I, uh, I didn't mention this during our episode, but one of the funniest lines in this movie, to me... That makes me laugh out loud when I see it every time is when Veronica is having her big like speech to her parents right before her mom's big speech about, you know, when teenagers ask to be treated like a like human beings, it's usually because they're being treated like human beings like that scene. But yeah, her, <laughs> when her dad just pipes up and says. I don't patronize bunny rabbits. All we want is to be treated like human beings, not to be experimented on like guinea pigs or patronized like bunny rabbits. I don't patronize bunny rabbits. It cracks me up every single time. The line, the delivery, everything is amazing. In that. It's so good. I love... Uh, you're such a pillowcase. Yeah. Oh, and, and, and like uh swatch dogs and diet coke heads that's a great line there's a lot of there's a lot of great jokes in this movie agreed Yoba boy gave it a half star says some of the worst dialogue in cinema history told it's all over the place pacing it's dreadful i don't know who let christian slater talk like that throughout the whole thing but they deserve to be shot i have never disliked characters so much pros crochet shoulder padded blazers Martha Dump Truck, CODs, literally everything else. Crochet or Croquet? Oh, maybe it was supposed to be Croquet. Is that how you spell Croquet? C-R-O-Q-U-E-T? Hey. No, this is C-R-O-C-H-E-T. No, they spelled it Crochet, but I'm sure they meant Croquet. <laughs> I say it. <laughs> I say it. Is there a Crochet scene in this movie? Yeah, maybe they, they, they messed up and I followed along. And finally, Andrew Presh. Half star. This is the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life, and I watched two seasons of Riverdale. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you know the the creators of Riverdale are big fans of this movie. They gotta be. Yeah, oh, they're 100%. absolutely. I think that's why I saved that is because I watched the Riverdale at first too, and no, it totally feels feels like this. Yeah. yeah, that's it. That's all your reviews. That's all I. That's all I took account of. That's that's given us plenty of episode. I feel like. Oh, yeah, I think so, too. So I uh, hope everyone enjoyed this little bonus episode uh, for our Heather's episode. Hopefully you already listened to the Heather's episode, but if not, go back and listen to it if you want to hear us talk about it for a couple of hours. (laughs) Otherwise, I think we're done with this one. Stay tuned for more like this. Let us know what you think of this episode, because like I said, this is kind of an experiment for us. We're just trying to kind of try and something out to see how it works, to see how we like it and to see how you like it. Uh, If you hated it and you'd rather this be part of the regular episode, let us know. But we think it's kind of fun to have this uh, out of the flow of the regular episode to maybe make that a touch shorter and uh, offer the, and offer a little extra content for you. You know, you know, the thing is, is if you, if you also have a one star review ever of any of the movies we covered, we'd love to hear from you more than we would love to hear from these people. So you should totally send those in. Uh, and we'll definitely read them on air if you have yeah. a one-star review. Yeah. But you got to get to us before we record the episode, which is... That's a good point. That's, that's going to be tougher <laughs> to do. forget how we do these in advance. So never mind. Forget I said anything. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that. Fuck that idea. All right. Well, that's it for no. today. Uh, as always, you can follow us uh, at cinema underscore shock, or you can find all of our shit at cinemashock.net. I think we're done. All right. Cue the... Well, outro music, whatever that is. Movie reminds me of a certain misogynist mass christian slater in this movie reminds me of a certain misog- god damn it got <laughs> out <laughs>